Hey everyone, welcome to Snarf Talk with Chris and Jerry. And this is our podcast where we give you a behind the scenes look as we create a comic book. We're going to talk about TV, movies, comic books, and hopefully have a lot of guests, other writers, creators, and friends. Um, check us out at snarfcomics.com. You can check out our blog and follow along with everything we got going on. Also, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Snarf Comics. And please subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. Enjoy the episode. We're back, everybody, for another Snarf Talk in our brand new podcast studio. Almost completed. I mean, just pretty much completed. I mean, a lot has been done in here, Christopher, and it looks amazing. It's we've got so much more room for activities here yes. at this table that we've acquired. We have a podcast specific table that's only purposes podcasting. We're going to leave our stuff up on it. It's a like and seventy I, year old antique oak table, and it's pretty amazing. I tell you what, we got a steal on this thing. Yeah, I think I think we did a great job with it. It's rustic looking. It's kind of an industrial like, steampunk vibe. It, that's exactly what it is. It needs to have the goggles that it's we got, always talk about with steampunk. Yeah, those it goggles. It's got like the uh, rounded, like old antique looking wood legs, but then yeah. it's also got this like wrought iron support structure. The, there's a bar that goes in between, and it's amazing. It's a pretty cool table. I like it a lot. And yeah, we have so much room, and we're not cramped, and we're not on people's desks. And we got it on the cheap. Yeah. Kind of. For tables. Because apparently people think tables are, all tables, mind you, are made of gold. There will be a future, Jerry, where tables become the currency. (laughs) I think they already are. And people are like building, like after the financial housing crash of 2008, people stopped buying into the whole game of like, we're going to use our house as our equity. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And it's just tables. It's just tables now. Because we, we would ask people about tables like, hey. I see you got a nice table there on Facebook Marketplace. Would you take a hundred dollars? They're like, no, we won't take less than four fifty. Four fifty for that dog shit table you got sitting there with scratches all over it. Yeah, that's that you say five hundred dollars. That you say in the ad needs either refinished or yeah, a coat of paint. Right, you're gonna have to refinish this. I'll give you a hundred bucks for it. Hmm. Won't take less than five hundred. Yeah. Are you serious? And I don't need the chairs. I I don't want the chairs with it. Right. I don't know. People are pretty precious about tables, I guess. Yeah. But but we got this this guy. Way awesomer table. Yeah, it is really more awesome. Uh super awesome. Way more awesome table for like half the price of Karen's four hundred (laughs) and fifty dollar table. Thanks a lot, Karen. (laughs) Yeah, it's really nice. I like it a lot. Yeah. So we're in it's in the works. We're building up a uh, dedicated space. Yeah, we have a kitchenette. Because if behind me, if you can see it, we have. A, you see that nice little kitchenette, kitchenette back there? Here, let me. Anybody on YouTube can see this. Here. That's, yeah. That wasn't very smooth. Nope. But we got terrible. a refrigerator and sink and microwave, you know. Nice. The necessities. It is. The niceties. It is n- necessity. And, um, yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. Now we just need to like uh, make our necessary modifications to our table to like hold all of our stuff and keep it like yes contained and then add art. 
Yes. You have a little bit of art up there. Yeah, I got some Star Wars blueprints. But That's been there forever. Though. We got Alex's jigsaw puzzle we got to find a home for. We're going to get a new caricature tomorrow. Yes, we are. What are we doing tomorrow? Tomorrow, we are going to... Well, wait, wait. No, no, no. Today, while you listen to this podcast, yeah. we are at We are C2E2. at C2E2, the Chicago Comics Comic-Con. and Entertainment Expo. Chicago yes. Entertainment, Entertainment Comic expo something, something like, like that, that. <laughs> yeah it's something like that we've went uh two years in a row now this will no this is the third year in a row this is uh i think you your second time my third or fourth i don't know there was the first year you didn't go yeah so that was your this is your fourth and my third yeah that sounds right um something i don't know maybe maybe second but either way uh, it's my favorite one it's in, incredible in, uh, in our experience. greater chicago area it's um it it's definitely more prominent on the like national stage Big it's time. probably one of the top five conventions in the country and it's very commercial yeah, you know, oh, it's yeah, commercialized super. big time it's not like so we've went to which Wizard is kind of cool i like that fact a oh, little I, bit it draws a really big crowd of not only people, but like artists, uh, entertainment, yeah. you know, people in video game literature, art, everything that you could think of come to this place. Um, it's really good for networking, I think, because Artist Alley is amazing. Uh, the amount of people you meet there is amazing. Um, and we we got a caricature drawn last year of us that has never really seen the light of day just because we don't want we don't want to spoil the fun. It's ours. You know, it's a special thing between Chris and I, and you know, we're going to keep it that way. We're getting another one done today. Uh, probably as you're listening to this, we're being drawn. Yeah. Um, by Eric Macias. Yeah, that's right. I just want to make sure I get his name right. And, uh, he's done a little bit of a logo for us that we had him do, uh, that will be coming out and we'll show you guys soon. Um, but he's also doing a caricature, and yeah. that's going to be amazing. We have a really good idea. We have for a it. super good idea. We won't spoil it because it's going to no. be it's yeah. going to be amazing. He does really good work. If you're going to C2E2, check him out at the and I think, sketched. Yeah, sketched booth. Booth. And uh, yeah, make sure you ask by uh, for him by name. He is amazing artist and character artist, and he'll draw whatever you want. I think once we have uh, like a second and third one. I'll yes. be happy to like frame them all, even our original one, and put it up because like then there's like a theme. Yes, then there's a theme. <laughs> <laughs> the first one was not too much of a theme because we kind of just blurted out what we wanted, and he gave us exactly what we wanted. I mean, we asked for that. Yeah. Um, to a point, but uh, yeah, it, it's funny. It's a good story. We I like it a lot. The art is still very very good. Uh, we've posted on our uh, social media in the last couple of days some of the caricatures he's drawn of uh, comic book stuff, and it's just it's really good. If you're into that kind of thing, I would say check him out. He's on Instagram at e uh, what is e m a n m a c i a s iman macias macias yes. Um, so check him out. Uh, you can also find him all over our Instagram and Facebook. He's here. also linked below in the description of this uh, podcast. Yes. Oh, link in the description. Yes. You're like a real Instagrammer. I really am. <laughs> I'm a real social medias guy. <laughs> a social media pariah, maybe. I try. Uh, what else do we have going on? We have another huge event happening, Jerry. We do? Uh, yeah. It's called Snarf Madness. 
I forgot about Snarf Madness until right now. You're right. That's happening as we speak. Yeah. Um, we haven't started grading anything, but it's your time to get a bracket. You can get a bracket on snarfcomics.com slash madness. Madness. Or you can go to snarfcomics.com and click Snarf Madness in the top navigation link. Um, download the PDF bracket, fill it out, email it to us at info at snarfcomics.com. You can take a picture of it and w- through the magic of... Uh, apps yes you can scan that there's and turbo scan there's ultra scan yeah. there's micro microsoft lens i use microsoft office lens it's yeah. free you can scan it after you filled it out and you can send the pdf right to an email right from the program it's great yeah all those that i named are free you can download you know, so do that online. that would be the easiest way for us or you can uh it's, scan it in your uh, hp desk jet yeah <laughs> yeah you could use one of those as well <laughs> but the phone scanner i promise you i i it's much easier. I know you have a phone in your pocket. Scan a picture. Or are you just happy to see me? Both. <laughs> I also carry bananas on me all the time for potassium reasons, okay? Yeah. Makes sense. I got a little potassium. Checks out. Uh, you know, really, they're not really that high in potassium. Low P. <laughs> I mean, bananas have some potassium, but there's better sources of potassium than bananas. Yeah, Let's like just potash. Just straight. Yeah, you could just be eating potash straight out it's of. It's kind of like granola. No, it isn't. Yeah, I mean it's granular, yes, <laughs> but it's not granola. Um, yeah, so those are the big events that are that we've got going on. Get your Snarf Madness brackets, send them to us. We will grade them. Big prizes this year. Um, there are two winners. Yeah, you'll have two winners, and the goal is to match Jerry or I's bracket. Correct. Not to just come out with your own ideas your ideas don't matter no you're a cog in a machine (laughs) in the snarf wheel of madness (laughs) and we are what matters here so the winners will be the closest to match our brackets um the two winners will receive up to 200 dollars in cash and prizes i tell you what one of them that we got we got back i was looking at and uh it just was perusing what they've picked you know we're not not grading anything yet i just want to see what they put on there i think it's definitely Oh yeah, towards you. They clearly <laughs> they had no interest in your bracket. No, they no, were no, going no. for. They definitely went towards you because everything I was looking at. I mean, some of them are going to be the same. I I, I already know that. But uh, looking through it, I'm like, hmm, that seems like Chris. That looks like a Chris pick. That's pretty much a Chris pick. We know who's more important here. So yeah, it it's because you have a beard. I could I be. Think she's a beardist. She he, he who knows. Him, her. We're not giving away it. Who it is? Whatever it is, I think they're a beardist. Yeah. Well, well, anyway. no. Wouldn't it be a? I don't know what that would be. Wouldn't that be an ist against beards? A beardist? Yeah. Yeah. Well, like okay. Uh, so then they're um, they're a not necessarily skinny. not necessarily. So like, yes, in the case of racist. But like an but exhibitionist likes to get naked. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess. Or like right. a flautist likes to play the flute. They like to flout. So a beardist might be a purveyor of a beard. Yeah, that's right. You're a right. A beard enthusiast or a fan of beards. You know, don't. I'm just saying, don't tear me down because I can't grow a beard, okay? I got scraggly I stuff on my face. Somebody will try to match your bracket, Jerry. Somebody out there cares about you. I mean... We got to have two winners, one Guys, way or another. Guys, we are like not, we don't have enough brackets in yet. Not yet. So get on top of that horse, ride them, Sally. I know three people that haven't sent them in yet that yeah. are doing it. 
We want That's uh, just three at people, least though. 200. And 50. And 50. That's our goal. Yep. So we're... That's a lot of work. We're, <laughs> we're going to need... That's a lot of well, work. Well, I was thinking about this. We don't have to score them. When you're in an no, NCAA you, bracket, people score their own. That's true. That's just putting a lot of work on people that they don't want to do, though. But So we got to do it? It's our thing. They're winning prizes. That is true. If you're... Yeah, I still feel like it would scare people away. All right, fine. You can be lazy. I mean, in general, people are lazy. I'm not necessarily saying our listeners are lazy, but in general. Yeah. Most people don't want to do work to win something. Right. They just want to do the minimum. I mean, and, and, and this win. is speaking from experience. I want to do the absolute minimum I can do and then win something. And if that's just writing out a bracket, taking a picture of it on my phone and sending it to info at snarfcomics.com, that's all I want to do. Well, do that. Everybody jump on board and we're really excited and it's going to be a lot of fun. And um, yeah. So with that, C2E2 tomorrow, today. I'm really excited about that. I don't think I'm going to do... I'm going to have to hold you back from looking at comic books, I yeah, think. Yeah, I'm not going to. I, it's going to take active work to stay away from that. It really is, especially for you. Like, I don't. I want to see a lot of other things, um, and I want to go talk to people and meet people. I don't have any comics I'm, like, specifically looking for, really. I really don't either. I would like to get some Moon Knight stuff. Moon Knight stuff? Yeah. I always want new Moon Knight stuff, but it's pricey right now. Of course, it's going to be because a new show's coming out on Disney Plus. Also, um, you're looking for Swamp Thing number one. Uh, yes, one and two. I don't think I have two. I, I don't know. Look. But either way, yeah, th- I'm sure that's still going to be as pricey as it was last year. No, I bet it's down. You think so? Yeah, the show's not the show anymore. failed yeah. <laughs> miserably. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I don't know, but I'm going to have to keep you away from. I took a lot of video of you uh, rifling through comics. It hasn't seen the light of day yet. Do you think there'll be any um, panels that we can go to? There are quite a few. Uh, yeah, but have you seen like anything exciting? Kyle Higgins is doing another panel, I know. I don't know. I didn't look at the panel schedule, though, so we'll have to check that out first thing in the morning, see what's up. I just, Jim Lee's going to be there. I really like Jim Lee. Yeah. He's not doing a panel, though. He's just doing autographs. And but we'll never get booth. to it. We'll never. You'd spend all day. Waiting for that booth. It's Friday and Saturday. If we get there first thing Friday, maybe it's a possibility. Yeah, unfortunately, we screwed up and we're not able to go all weekend like we normally would do. It's like really upsetting. Yeah, you ruined it. Well, you did. You ruined it first. No, you ruined it first. You bought tickets. No, you bought tickets to a monster truck rally, and then you said, "Oh shoot, I'm not going to be able to go to C2E2 on Saturday." And then I said, oh, me neither. So technically, you ruined it first. What was scheduled first? Monster Trucks. No, it was not. Monster Trucks. Yours was scheduled way in advance. Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. Saturday. It is Saturday, and I am pretty excited about it. I've never went and saw Monster Trucks before, like Monster Jam. I think it's going to be pretty cool. I've done it once, but it's been a long time. The boys are going to shit. They don't even know that it's happening. They're going to flip. Yeah. They really are. It always amazes me because they're so small, the area where these trucks drive around. They're t- it's tiny. It's like yeah, a basketball see, on TV, it doesn't size. look that... Well, it's bigger than that. Not it's, much. It's, it's really like a, small. Yeah, it is. It's the Allstate Arena that we're going to, so it's not that big. Yeah, it's like... Concert venue. Chicago Wolves, pack up your skates. 
Monster trucks are coming on the yes, ice. Yes. They drive gonna, like two feet. They jump over a car and then they stop immediately. And then they like turn around. crazy. And drive back. Why do they do this? I don't know. In, why do they do this indoors? Because it's the middle of the winter. I know. I'm just, I don't understand why they do it indoors though. That's crazy to me. They must have like some pretty serious exhaust fans in there. Yeah. I always wondered that myself. You said you've won. Yeah, I have. You didn't monitor their exhaust uh, situation? No, no, when I was a child, no. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> I mean, I went when I was like in middle school. But this one uh, that we're going to is is the triple threat, Monster Jam triple threat Hot Wheels edition. So there's like these little ATVs. Oh, yeah. Uh, they always have little dirt fly bikes. Fly around. ATVs. Dirt bikes. They'll have a big dinosaur that eats cars. Probably. They will have a dinosaur that eats cars. Um, and then the the big trucks, Grave Digger's gonna be there. You know, it's a big deal. It's a pretty big deal. <laughs> no, but I really am kind of excited. I've never done anything like this. It'll be it'll be fun, especially with the boys. I think it'll be really fun. Grant's gonna go wild. Grant gone wild. Grant gone wild on Saturday at Monster Jam. Another exciting thing. Um, we're also this year having a snar another back to back snarf baseball team. We yeah we are. Uh, it's pretty exciting. T-ball official today. We are official Snarf. Uh, what is it? Snarf Comics T-ball. Yeah, it's the it's a Snarf Talk team. Snarf Talk team. I told him. I told him in the old text message. I says I says listen up. I need to have the red team again, and the reason for that is because every child of mine so far in baseball has had a red uniform, and it's really easy to match things up, especially when you don't do laundry for the entire week and you leave everything dirty and then you find the the one uh uniform that they used three years ago in a drawer perfect you yeah. can wear it because it's red yeah that's why i've always done it people are like why are you always on the red team everything well, matches first of all the red team's always the best it, that's true it's always the best now when i was in t-ball yellow team i was on the yellow team and we were dang good it was a huge rivalry between red and yellow yeah, red was dog shit. Um, or, I mean, yellow was You're dog right, shit. red was. Yellow was. And we always ended up winning. But uh, me and Greg Johnson were always on the yellow team. We always... It's a shame. Yellow, the color of piss. <laughs> like the streets of Verona, where Greg and Jerry, <laughs> and Jerry grew lived. up together. We played in Th- Thunder Creek a lot, and that yeah. was basically a sewer. The sewer dumps right into it. It did. It doesn't anymore. Yeah. But that's why they got sued by the state. <laughs> To fix that. Uh, but it was fixed. It was taken care of. We're fine. Was that under your dad's watch as mayor? It was that way forever. Yeah, but he didn't do anything about it. Well, he fixed it. Yeah, but it, he, he was aware of the problem beforehand? I think everybody was. Okay. So. Well, everybody had their own septic. It was just, it was that leach this, fields were too close to the creek. This is a scandal. It didn't act. It's amazing he survived it. I know. He came out unscathed <laughs> yeah. completely. Had a solid 30-year run. Came, Nobody in fact came out like a triumph, like triumphantly. Yeah, actually, I think he's he was like, I will save the people from the water. <laughs> he he strong armed the police department into backing him. And then anybody on the street wasn't gonna say anything about him because they'd be beaten and yeah. thrown in jail. Yeah. So, you know, I got a bunch of payoffs from it. What's that? Who? It's not a big deal. Who? Uh, who was on the police department? Oh, my dad. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, was it the only policeman, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah, but he paid him off. Yeah. So he he had it he had it all under wraps. But do they, they still have all. a um, 
police presence in Verona? I mean, just the county. Right, but they don't like have a... The mayor is the only person that is allowed to hold someone under arrest until the uh, county comes and... Are they allowed to them. open carry a weapon, though? Uh, no, my dad never did. Right. So I don't, I don't think so, no. So they're not, he's not really, he wasn't really it's like police. A, it's almost like a citizen's arrest. Right, so he wasn't really police. Right. He didn't go to any training. No, not okay. the slightest. So he wasn't police at all. I didn't say he was like actual police department. I'm saying he was the only, he's the only person in town that could like put you in handcuffs and hold you until the police came and actually did something. Can't anybody do that? Isn't that a citizen's arrest? Kind of, but you could also be sued for that. But a mayor can't be sued? Mm-mm. What about a law. lord? No, it's certainly not a lord. You know, you could be a lord on our Patreon.com. Oh, you can. You can. You Patreon.com slash comics. Yeah, if you subscribe to Patreon, you have a multitude of selections you could pick. Yeah, it's been a while since we've had any new subscribers. People, get on it. Yeah. Tell your friends. We also don't promote it that much, but uh, it's out there. It's there. Go to Patreon. Check us out. You can get extra podcasts. Um Plus other things. This week, actually, we're supposed to get out. Our hey, we have a new, snarf. a new um, Patreon member. We talked about it before. Nolan. Yes. He's very active on there. Always talking about stuff. It's I, I really enjoy it. Yeah. Did you ever send him stickers? Uh, no. Yeah, we need to send him some yeah, stickers. We do. Is his uh, e, or his uh, address is on there, right? Yeah. You I have to put so. your address on there to sign up. So we also, if you're a Patreon subscriber right now and you're still waiting for your T-shirt, it's coming. It's coming. Did you did you finalize the design? No. Oh, I thought you did. <laughs> no, I'm gonna make more of the old ones. I like uh, people like the old yeah. one and the new the new design we could put on a shirt. The other new design we could put on shirts. Yeah, we got we got we got a selection. Yeah, we got we got uh we got some irons in the fire. <laughs> yeah, we do irons in the fire. Yeah, we got a lot of them. All right, you want to talk about some news? We're just gonna do this. Kind of be a potpourri episode yeah a little bit of everything um mostly because we're on pot so no i'm not it's illegal for me to do that i'm kidding it's illegal it's not federally it is but not for the state you could smoke as much as you want but the state the whole idea of a federal government a federal system yes is the power resides in the states yeah unless you work for the federal government but it's a federal, the whole the whole word word in, entails that the states make the rules of their own state. Yes, right. Not for the state next to it. Right. Yeah. I believe in the authority of the state. Is what I'm saying. That's silly. Over a centralized. I want government. big government. See, that was that the whole idea everything. of the founding of our country, Jerry. I, I don't know if you understand this. Huge intrusive government that just puts their hands in all of your stuff we just takes it over we are a republic of america <laughs> you're a republican a republic wow. no, this is a republic i didn't know that we are part of Uber a republic conservative chris harford that's why we have senators centaurs senators they're like minotaurs but so they the, wear togas and but they have Goat feet, right? Goat feet, bull head, bear human body. body, oh, togas. Okay, and they can only eat eucalyptus. They eat eucalyptus, <laughs> and they filly buster. Uh, it's not good. Sounds like they, a real lame duck. When they, 
<laughs> Boom! <laughs> when they get into Philly bustering season, yeah. you don't want to be around there. No. It's loud. And that's the, it's when they mate. Yeah. That's yeah. Um, big news that happened this week is uh, uh, Bob Iger. You know him? I do. Yeah, he he's, stepped out. Really? He's the from, CEO of Disney. Not no more. Is that why their stock price has been crashing? Yes, absolutely. Like bad. Like I lost a ton of money. He stepped down, and Bob Chapik replaces him. That's not good. Um, why he, did he step down? He chose to. He said it was the right time for him to step down. He's been he, like the longtime CEO since two thousand five. That's a long time. Yeah, fifteen years. He took over after Michael. What was his name? Um, I know Mike Eisner. Michael Eisner, Michael Eisner, who was like the most dynamic CEO of Disney ever, from like mid '80s on the way. He's like responsible well, for everything, except for like when Bob Iger was involved. They so Bob took Iger over Pixar. They yeah. took over. So Marvel. his claim to fame, and and to be honest, Disney was stalling a bit. Um, towards the end of Michael Eisner's. But if you look back at some of the stuff Michael Eisner did, it was incredible. But um, um, but when Bob Iger t- took over, he was a he was he he was a president of NBC Universal, I think, at the time or something. He came from more from Hollywood. And his whole idea was, hey, we need to own intellectual property. That's what we need. Yes. So we need to get a hold of these entities it's a good idea. that produce intellectual property and everything will fall in place from there. And so he orchestrated the purchases of Pixar and uh, Marvel and you know LucasArts and Lucasfilm. 20th Century Fox. 20th Century Fox. He, he bought that for All the IP. That and that's genius because he's got this, com- that he set the com- <laughs> company on track now for you know, another 50 years of success. Absolutely. Apparently, uh, with an interview on CNBC, uh, he said it, it's actually been in the works for the last few years. Um, and they set it up. They identified Chapik. Uh, what's his name? Bill? Bob? Bob Chapik. A few years ago. Oh, yeah, it's Bill. Bill, Bill Chapik over there. Old Bill Chapik coming in, going to take over the lead on this one. Yep. Uh, well, he, Bill always does a good job. Apparently, the board likes him, and he's been named as the new CEO, so we'll see what happens. Uh, but yes, I would say you should have dumped some stock out of Disney if you were in it uh, a while ago. Too late now. I just bought a bunch today because it's like way down, so I'm like, yeah, yeah, buy more. Kind of a bear market. The stock market is crashing and burning. In fact, it's like coronavirus already erased like almost a year's worth of gains. Really? It's really bad. I tell you what, my uh, my four hundred one k did pretty good. Well, it's called a TSP, but it did pretty good last year. Last year, but right. I'm saying up the, until this point. Um, but I've lost all of it now, and I am broke, and I can never retire. <laughs> up until this point, the <laughs> growth the that. growth was like uh, like like fifteen to twenty percent, depending on what you're investing in, and pretty much most of those gains have been wiped out. But it'll come back. Ugh, that's ugly. Yeah, it's brutal. Let's, let's but I bought a bunch more about- stock today. Yeah, let's keep talking about that. Um, let's talk about because it's because of coronavirus. That's why it's going down. And it's stupid. It's the dumbest thing in the history of mankind. So We were talking about this before the show. We were. And there was uh, Dr. Drew was on the news. And if any, if I'm going to listen to anyone, it's definitely Dr. Drew. Doctors before me, his name. I mean, and he helped me through so many bad relationships. Yeah, you made, you made love connections. Um, Unbelievable. But I thought his point was uh, pretty solid. He's just like... This is all being orchestrated by the media. Like, you guys are out of control. You're reporting shit that you have no idea what it means. Yeah. You're not listening to science. You're not listening to doctors. You're just clickbaiting 
and playing off people's fears and fear mongering, and it's hurting our economy. Here's the thing, though. If people don't understand that the media has been been doing this for years, I mean, it, this has been a thing that people the media are so dumb, Jerry. It's been ramping up, and like, it's like compounding every year on how bad I think the media gets on just Everything. blowing smoke up your butt because it's it's not true. I, I realized it when I was deployed. Like we we did some things when we were deployed, like some uh, humanitarian missions, like handing out like school under supplies. the table. Yes, like very. death missions. Yes, assassinations. No, we just went to schools. You did some things. We went to schools and hand out, handed out like school supplies, Laced stuffed with animals, arsenic. all of it. Yes, to yeah, we to were, sterilize people. Yeah, hundred percent. It was part of a CIA program, and uh, yeah, it was called sterilization. <laughs> anyway, um, so we were doing this stuff, and then like we had some people that were with us like reporters that were with us and there was like an engineering group that was there that was building schools and everything and the only thing that they reported on was about like the death that had happened in in the area because of us not not me specifically but because of the u.s they had talked about like how we basically destroyed the city uh even though we were actually there rebuilding it it wasn't us that destroyed it at all it was the fighting that had been been going on previously like none of it that they were witnessing when they were with us was ever reported. And it, all of the other stuff that was put on the news wasn't even what they were there for. And it just really ticked me off because none of it was even remotely accurate to right. what they saw. So they came there and reported on something that they kind of just fabricated. And it was so aggravating because everybody was excited to see this big news story. We're like, our unit's going to be on the news. And then when we saw it, they didn't even report the right unit. First of all, they told they said that we were from like Wisconsin. I am not from Wisconsin. I can no, tell you that much. Definitely right not there, from buddy. Wisconsin. Um, and it was just like bad reporting, and it put a bad taste in my mouth. And then so many other things were reported while I was there about certain uh, things that went on. I just don't agree with. And from then on, I, watching the news, I was like, well, that's probably not true. Yeah, and it's really not true. It's crazy because he was talking about the coronavirus and uh, how it's actually pretty... And maybe this is all bullshit too, so don't take my word on it. But he's like, it's really pretty mild illness comparatively. Like when you look at the amount of people that die from influenza and like nobody even thinks about that. Right. And it's the same or influenza is worse. And they're like, well, but more people have died now from coronavirus than... Uh, what's the last one? Bird flu or whatever. SARS. 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 And he's like, yeah, but not per capita. Not not the rate. He's like, you just said it. Like, you're so sitting next to me, hearing me see, say this. Yeah. The- but you're so dumb that you can't <laughs> understand what I'm saying. He said, yes, more, I, more people died, but more people have had it. So the death rate is way it's lower much, than much SARS. Lower. Yeah. She's like, yeah. But more people have died. And he's just like. <laughs> yes. So like the success rate of it is not as good as what a normal flu would be. Well, I don't know. That at, he didn't mention for the, that. For what they were reporting on that. I think it was like. Thing. But then the other point he made is like 17,000 confirmed cases, 400 deaths or whatever it's been. And he goes, but there's probably been hundreds of thousands of unreported cases. Like if they people have this in China and it's a mild illness, like the flu, 
Yeah. How many people are going to get that illness, recover, and never get reported? Listen, at this point, I mean... I'm not saying it's say not take, something to be worried about. Yeah, I but. would take everything seriously. I would take it seriously. And I obviously with any, it just came out today at work. They, uh, because the CDC released a, a, a thing to say, like, make sure you're doing everything you can to not spread. <clears throat> right. Disease, Wash your hands. Basically. If you're sick, stay home. Exactly. It was all these, it was the standard stuff that you would put out for any flu. Um, and it is the standard for any flu that what they tell you to do, uh, stay home if you're sick, wash your hands, don't cough on people, you know, basically all that stuff. Uh, so I would say absolutely take it seriously, but I just don't think it's to the point where people need to really freak out about it. Is it to the point now where we have to have our stock market crashed? No. Second most to no. the levels of 2008? No, not at all. I don't think like, so at it's all. It's ridiculous. And I understand you also have to take in consideration like how how good is China's, you know, health? Yeah. Like I don't the way know. they take care of people? No idea. Or the way I don't know either, but I just feel like it's probably not to a level that we are nor I, would, I wouldn't make that assumption. You don't think so? No, I wouldn't make that assumption. In most areas of China? I mean, China's huge. I know it's huge. And this is a, I think where this is mostly emanating from is a fairly, like, not a, um, I, well, every part of China is a populated region, but right. I don't think it's like the higher population regions. I don't really know. Oh, it's not. I'm not sure, to be honest. But it's still taking hold over there, right? I mean, I guess, but when you talk about 17,000 cases in China, a country not, of like not, a billion people. Yeah. Isn't it more than that? Yeah, I think so. That's a lot. I don't really know. I mean, obviously, it's something to be on your radar, but it's definitely something not to be worried about. It's definitely way less than what the news is making it out to be. Yes. At this and point, I wouldn't change your daily life. Pretty for insane. It. And you can take my advice because I'm a doctor. You, you're Dr. Chris. Yeah. Wait, is Drew his first name or last name? I don't know, but I don't even know if he's really a doctor. He's a doctor of love. I, some call him a doctor of love, yeah. Yeah, Kiss did. Some people call him Maurice. They call me Dr. Love. They call me Dr. Love. You know that's love. what I'm thinking of. I think that's how it goes. That's a good song. I like that song. Yeah. I like Kiss. Have you ever seen Kiss in concert? They're coming uh, to Chicago. Go see him in concert. They're, They're coming good. this summer. You, you should go? go by yourself. Uh I'm not really a huge Kiss fan. I'm not so your friend. I'm not go. going with you. I didn't. So. I didn't ask you to go. You did actually. No. <laughs> you just before that you said you want to go. No, I no. I mean, you want to go. Do you want to go? Oh no, I already. I didn't saw ask him. you to go with me. Oh, I, I was hoping not. I was yeah. like, Why would you? Would never you ask think you to I would go, go with kiss. you. Uh, I've seen I would him. Never before. ask you to wear it's, platform heels. I have before. Dress up. I have before in high school. Next news. Next. Yeah. Uh, there's a little bit of a mini series going to happen. And I, I don't think you're really going to care about it. I think I'm going to care about it. Okay. Transformers got a new three part anime mini series coming to uh, Netflix called the Battle Battle of Cybertron. Battle Sweet. of Cybertron. Yes. Next. Uh, I'm I get intrigued by that stuff. It's a cartoon, and I like Transformer cartoons. It's um, anime. Right. Yes. That's cool. There, there's been a couple other anime Transformers things. This is why I'd be kind of into it is because I'm not a huge anime guy when it comes to like uh, people, like how they draw people and how their mouths move 
and the whole anime shtick, right? But when you're drawing robots, it's cool. They don't have a mouth like humans, so I don't feel like they can make it move all dumb-like, like anime normally does. Man, you're really alienating a lot of fans here. That's fine. I'm. J- it's just not my thing. I, if you like it, that's great. A lot of people don't like anything I do. Good, yeah. di- good dinosaur. Yeah. Um, but and I you think you didn't do th- the good dinosaur. You didn't make good dinosaur. I didn't say I made it. I said a lot of people don't like what I like. You said. They don't like what I do. What I do, as in like what I like. So you're being like, that's what I do. No, you took that in the wrong context, just like you do the media. Okay, what are you? A, a journalist now? Dr. Love. Um, I'm really excited for it. I think it's going to be awesome. Optimus Prime is a badass, and I will follow him in any battle he's in. Nice. All right, cool. I like it. They're also doing a new, I don't know if you know this, but there's a new series of books and comics coming out. Star Wars. The High Republic. Yeah, I, uh, I posted that on our social media. We're going to be talking about the golden age of the Jedi. And so it the, sounds pretty amazing. It does. It's 200 years prior to uh, A Last Hope, correct? A New Hope? Or A New Hope, yeah. Uh, no, 200 years before Phantom Menace. Oh, okay. Uh, that's gold. even earlier. <laughs> that's like 20 wow. years earlier. Wow, I was 180 years. Uh, wait, actually, way more than that. It'd be like 40 years earlier, yeah. something somewhere yeah. around there. Correct. Um, the period, the this period on the Star Wars timeline will not overlap any of the film features or series currently planned for production, so it won't overlap like Obi Wan. Obviously, it's 200 years before, meaning that the High Republic will be limited largely to print stories for now, not the next big budget Star Wars movie or Disney Plus show. Still, if the stories do well and resonate with fans, there's no reason to assume that the High Republic won't make the jump to film at some point down the line. Yeah, they've got uh, Charles Soule has written a novel for that. And uh, he's written tons of Star Wars. He has. He did uh, Probably Darth Vader. as much as anybody in the new Marvel series runs. Absolutely. He's done a ton of it. Um, I just finished reading uh, some of his run on Darth Vader. And it's phenomenal, isn't it? It's really it? good. Yeah. I really enjoy... like. It makes you enjoy the character of Darth Vader in a way different than you probably have before. You probably understand him better. It just right? it, it, it kind of humanizes light. him. Not that's not a good word for it. You get to spend some time in his world where he's the main character. Sure, I'm not saying that makes him a good guy or makes him likable, mm-hmm. but um, it does in a way. But it's just interesting to think of him as a person and not just like some evil machine. Right, which he is. Yeah. Well, that's true. Machine. <laughs> um, and it's because... But he's been manipulated. But listen, all right, he was given the option to not attack Obi-Wan. He had the high ground. And he, he told him. He didn't have the high ground. Obi-Wan told him, yeah. I have the high ground. Yeah. Even in the credits, his name is first. And it's like... Ewan McGregor's, did you Is know? it? Even in the credits, he has a high yeah. ground. Exactly. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Top billing. Um. I've got the high high ground, Anakin. You know, you're like a brother to me. And he jumped to try to attack. You were supposed to be the chosen one. Bring balance to the force. And then I and then he cut his legs off. Yeah. And he deserved it. And one of his arms. He was an idiot. And then he started on fire. Yeah. 
what else could happen to you? At that point, you might as well start on fire. Yeah. I wish he would have like fallen down a well. (laughs) (laughs) Then just a random well appears and he falls down it. Damn you. Then like an anvil falls on his head. (laughs) This is not Looney Tunes. I don't know. I just think. And it all happened because of a woman, you know? Yeah. He was just obsessed with women. Padme. You killed him. You killed her in your rage. <laughs> no! <laughs> so good. It's such good acting. It really is. Yours, I mean. Yours was much better acting than what's in the movie, to be um, I just was reading this article the other day about how like history has been kind to Hayden Christensen. Like a lot of people... Look back on it fondly? More fondly than they originally did. Really, I I believe it. I feel the same way. You did. You do. Yeah. You've said it over and over again. You continuously think, tell me how Revenge of the Sith is the greatest movie ever made. No, I never said. You that. said that twice. No, I've never said that. You came to me. You came to I think my you're house. You're thinking of Attack of the Clones. Actually. No, you came to my house and you're like, listen, I gotta tell you this. Revenge of the Sith is the greatest movie of all time. It's a good movie. You got up at the MTV Music Awards and stopped Taylor Swift and said, listen, <laughs> Revenge of the Sith is the greatest movie of all time. It was embarrassing. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, yeah, you got more? What do you got? Oh, I got tons of news. Tons get, of news. You got it. something else? I got just one more thing I wanted to talk about, but that's it. There was new pictures revealed mm-hmm. of the bat suit. There was on a motorcycle. This and, is part of what I wanted to talk about, actually. Go ahead. Keep going. And uh, it has kind of everybody everybody in the interwebs up in arms. A little People, bit. A little bit of controversy. Not not everybody's liking it. Yep. But not everybody's hating it either. Yeah. Uh, I don't think we should hate it. I think it's interesting to note when you look at the footage um, how badass the motorcycle is. <laughs> right. Let's yep. just all hey. focus on that. Um, second off, it doesn't look that similar to the bat suit we've seen in the other stuff. No, which makes me think they're just filming B-roll with stunt doubles because it was clearly a stunt double. Yeah, it definitely was not Robert Pattinson. It didn't look like the full featured bat suit that we've seen, but there were uh, recognizable elements, which yes. makes me think they're just shooting B-roll. Well, and I think um, a lot of that was going to be CGI'd because I think they had the basis of the suit. But there's no cape. No cape. There's, base, Although, there's really nothing to a it. A cape on a motorcycle would be a massive liability. Yeah, probably. So he probably Batman's has getting, some kind of a retractable cape. You think so? I mean, I wouldn't doubt it. Absolutely. In his cowl, he does. his cowl looked more like a helmet than it yeah. did uh, an actual cowl. Now, that could be just for filming purposes to make him safe. Uh, could be, yeah. I mean, they can do... There's literally... Literally nothing you can garner from this small clip that makes it re- that makes reality. anything remotely real because so, everything in movies is smoke and mirrors. Um, and Zoe uh, Kravitz, De Chanel. No, isn't it Zoe Kravitz? Yeah, I'm right on that, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, you had me confused because I thought I said the wrong name. American woman. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, his daughter. Stay away from She's me. She's really good. She's, I think, done. American Better than um, Lenny Lenny Kravitz. Ugh. No, no, knocking on my door. I don't want to be fist no more. Get it. Get I don't know it, the rest boy. of it. Uh, I don't. Here's what I was going to say. 
I think the less we see of this Batman movie, the better it's going to be. I've felt this way about basically all movies I want to see because the more they put out, the more people will judge and hate. I and can see that. Tear down. And especially this one because so it, people recently, want to like it though. Oh, absolutely. I want, I want to love this. I want to love I think the internet in general it. is being very kind thus I, far. Yeah, I think so. I just, in the last two weeks, they started giving a lot of pictures out. And I don't know if that was on purpose or if it's been leaked stuff. I think it's more on purpose. I think it's on purpose. Uh, I just, I don't like that. I don't, I think they need to keep it more under wraps and build the suspense. You've given us something now. Now, now just concentrate on the movie. I disagree. And stay away from that. Here's the deal. This is marketing 101. You want to slowly disseminate it. Coming it's not out now, slow, though. Over the next two years, right? It's two years? Yeah, it's, basically. Yeah, and next year, yeah. So you want to slowly get stuff coming out to build the anticipation. So by the time that movie drops, there is you already 100, know million dollars froth, 100, 100 million people frothing at the mouth to see it. That's what you got to do. I don't think that's the case at all because they didn't do that with Joker. There was only a couple things that came out of Joker seeing so what Phoenix. Can we just Phoenix. stop talking about that movie now? No, I mean, I'm just saying because it's made so much money. No, I know. And but that's different. It's different. It's not Batman. That's not Batman. It's in the exact same world and everybody loves Joker just as much as they do Batman. It doesn't matter. I mean, he's the number one villain. Everybody knows the Joker. And... You they don't, can't. You don't have to put out. They're not this much going stuff. to replicate what they did with Joker with a Batman movie. It's not going to happen. It's not going to be the I'm same. I'm not saying replicate the, the movie. I'm saying don't put out so much extra content. Don't put out sneak peeks and and little clips. I, I don't. Think it works. I think it's going to ruin it. I think it works to build the suspense. I think they don't have to give away the plot. I'm no, not saying that they no, did it with all the Avengers movies. They, they gave all kinds of stuff came out just today. All they, kinds of stuff. Just today, they put out another uh, like picture of a man that was murdered in the new movie, and they said it was a murder from the Riddler. So they're like, the first Riddler victim has been revealed. Why are you doing that? Why? Is it, what is the purpose of this? Why do we need to see that? We don't. I don't think it builds suspense. We know the Riddler's a bad guy, and we know he's in the movie. But is he a bad guy? He is. He's mentally unstable. Yeah. It's proven. He is a bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just think it's it can taint the movie. It, that's just my opinion, and I feel like, and I stay away from it. I didn't. I don't look at most of those articles. I mean, I just because I don't want to. I just try. I I feel like it can exist out there for certain people, but I can stay away from it. I mean, I can stay away from. Robert Pattinson's taint, and it's no problem for me. <laughs> Can you? That's good. That's a good thing. I'm proud of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Robert, I think it's going to ru ruin Robert Pattinson's chance of having a phenomenal Batman because he's going to be so criticized beforehand that... Could be. But, I, again, I think the overall... I mean, first of all, the amazing support he's already getting, it baffles my mind. I thought there would be such a, a blowback by casting a twinkly vampire yes to play batman but nobody's been there there really hasn't it happened right at first and then everybody's yeah. like but actually he's like 35 now and he makes some pretty cool movies yeah he did a lot of like indie stuff so i don't think anybody generally has too much of an issue with it well um right. i don't have an issue with them at all i just do you have any uh more news no i got some more stuff go ahead get get it get it boy. get it get it um 
an exhibit dedicated to Marvel superheroes is coming to Chicago's Museum of Science and Industry this fall. Really? And uh, are they doing it like um, like they did the the anatomy of the human body? Where they like, that was at the Field the Museum, I think. That's at the Field yeah, Museum. Yeah, it was here. Right. Uh, the publisher's stable of memorable characters is headed to the Museum of Science and Industry as part of a traveling expedition. Um, it will have pack, uh, Marvel displays packed with costumes, props, and original art. The Marvel Universe of Superheroes will open at Hyde Park in assembling more than 300 pieces of memorabilia sourced from Marvel movies and comic book artists. Guests will come face-to-face and mask-to-mask with statues of popular characters like Spider-Man the Thing, Black Panther, as well as costumes created for the cinematic versions of Captain America, Doctor Strange, and Thor. Comic book fans will find tributes to important Marvel creators like Stan Lee, Jack Kirby, and Steve Ditko Ditko throughout the expedition, as well as original artwork uh, Hmm. from over 80 years ago. That's awesome. Including a copy of the debut Marvel comic released in 1939. So I will definitely be going to that. Yes, I will definitely be going to it And as I well. love the I Museum we, of Science and Industry in general. I haven't been there in a long, 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 long I haven't time. been there in a while either. Is it, is it, it's the Field Museum that opens up at like free for a day or two yeah. or something. I in think February. they all do. But the Shad Aquarium does it for the whole month does of February. Does it for a month. So does the Field Museum. It's like a whole yeah, month of February. All, that's awesome. They're the ones with the dinosaurs, the Field Museum. Yes. And the trains. No, that's the science industry. They have yeah, that huge like model train, stuff. and then the trains you can walk in and stuff. The Field Museum, I think, has the coal. Mi- no, that's the museum. no. They got mummies, and uh, they have that whole mummy and pyramid section. They've got the dinosaurs. Where's the coal mine? Where you going down in the coal mine? Science and industry. You ride around the coal cart. Yeah, Museum of Science and Industry. Okay, Science and Industry. Think coal mining was an industry at all, Chris? Um, Come on, man. They also have the Omnimax Theater. Have you ever been to Omnimax? No. What's that? Uh, that's the theater, the Muse- Museum of Science Industry that's like all around you. Oh, it's like I have. a big dome. You know, I don't think I've been to that place since grade school, to be honest. We used to be, my parents were members when I was a kid. We went up like once a month. You can be a member of the Museum of Science and Industry? Yeah, of course you can. You can be a member of any museum, just oh like gosh. you can be a member of the zoo. What they give you? It's the same thing. What they give it to you? What they give you free stuff? One percenter? Uh, <laughs> you get tickets to the Omnimax Theater, and you get free entry to the museum. Yeah. Probably got something else from them. Food. <laughs> Tax write-off. Yeah, you got astronaut ice cream. Dippin' Dots? No, not Dippin' Dots. Is it Dippin' Dots, astronaut ice cream? I don't know. I don't think so. I thought that's where it stemmed from. Probably. Look it up. Probably came from there. I think it is. Anyway, um, so that's exciting. Uh, I do have one little tidbit of news. Ooh, a tidbit. A little tidbit. So Tid- there's that the show called The Boys on Amazon. Oh, yeah. Well, that started as a comic book. Did you know that that started as a comic book? I did. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Well, the writer was a man named Garth Ennis. Yeah. He also He's, did Preacher. He did. Uh, he's coming back. Going to write some more cool. of The Boys. It's called The Boys, Dear Becky, coming out this summer. He decided to come back to it because the show was doing so well, and he said that he still had a story to write. And they gave him he, a truckload of money. Probably. I'm sure he did. <laughs> like a whole truckload. Oh, a legitimate truckload, I mean, yes. probably like a Six Ford Ranger. Ranger. No, I was thinking six-wheeler. Oh, a big truck. Oh, yeah, with dollars. 
You could fill it with dollars. It'd be about the same as what a ranger would with hundreds, right? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think there'd think be so? more in the ranger with hundreds. Than oh, so we say 20s? Maybe a semi-load of dollars, like a grain trailer, would equal a ranger load of hundreds. Like an ag grain trailer or like the big grain no, trailer? No, like an ag one. Oh, okay. That's a little bit smaller. Yeah, so solid tens then. As I found out today, you can put 90,000 pounds on them. No problem. You can. It is possible. <laughs> anyway, yeah, Garth Enix is coming back. It's coming out. Or it's a, it's coming out this spring, actually. Um, he's coming back with the original artist, Russ Braun. Apparently, that's a big deal. Um, but I liked that show. I didn't read much of the comic book. I don't I started think I to. ever read any of the comic. I to started to after the show, after I watched the show, because it did intrigued me and i read the first trade i think there's a bunch of them out but i think i read the first one and uh it's i mean the show has it down perfectly uh for how graphic it is like how kind of jarring the characters are like they're so upfront and terrible people yeah uh and then how the the world is they just built the world very well compared to what that first trade was i think it's good there's so much story there too I mean, so many more things are are happening down the pipe that they have to work off of for that show. I I really dig it. I dig it a lot. I don't know why you weren't that into it. The show? Yeah. I liked it. Yeah, I liked it a lot. I just had a couple issues with it. I probably was a little harsh to it, yeah, in retrospect. I think you are on everything. <clears throat> you just come forward so judgmental Yeah. of everything. Like you can't in- just enjoy things. There Why are is that? there are certain things I enjoy, and I'm the complete opposite of that. I will say, I it's not immediately, a redeeming quality to like love everything. I immediately and not see love any everything. fault. I do. I love everyone, everything. I think everyone is good. I think everything is good. I'm more realistic, and then I sit back and look at it with a little bit of a uh, critical eye. Yes, critical eye, and a and whispering start, eye, if you will. And I start to pick at things that are lesser than. In quality. Yeah. Um, never said it was lesser than in quality. And those words never entered, exited no, I my said, mouth. No, I said that's what I start to do. I just had some narrative issues with the show, and I felt like it dragged at a certain point pretty hard. Um, but overall... I think you're thinking of Umbrella Academy, because well, that did. Well, yeah, I am. That was way worse. I mean, the boys is way better than Umbrella, Umbrella yeah. Academy. I don't think it drugged at all. I um, it kept it pretty upbeat, actually. Because of the over-the-top violence. I mean, I liked it. I I never said I didn't like it. So, uh, it just felt like you didn't like it. All right. So, uh, one more quick tidbit of news about C two E two. Oh, million-dollar comic collection of rare comic books will be in Chicago for C two E two, and we're gonna go see them. Um, it's by Vincent Zerzolo a dealer of rare vintage American comic books. He runs Metropolis Collectibles in New York City. and um, So he's going to have... Are they for sale? Or he's just showing his collection? No, no, no. He's just bringing his collection. Um, they're super valuable comics. Um, but I am trying to see exactly what he's got, but I found some interesting stuff. His all-time favorite comic book, movie, Blade. 1998. Really? Um, I don't. Yeah. I don't agree with him. Also, Captain America: Winter Soldier. Um, 
That seems silly. Least favorite, Iron Man 2, Iron Man 3, the third Batman movie, The Dark Knight Rises, that is, uh, and Suicide, Suicide Squad, the worst ones. I can get behind some of those, but I like Iron Man 3. So anyway, he's bringing uh, some bunch of super old comics like Batman number one he'll have, uh, grade eight Batman number one, uh, nine grade Marvel Comics number one, I guess. I don't know. Uh, Detective Comics number 27, um, Batman number one, yeah, all kinds of great wow. comics. So we'll, we'll be checking those out. That'd be cool. So they're all going to be on display in cases? Yeah. Think? Yep. Because remember, uh, again, this is a video I haven't, I don't. Oh, yeah, it was on our C2E2 video that we put out of... Uh, booth booth 1419, if anybody wants to. Uh, they are also buying and selling, but it's also they're going to... Yeah, but I took that video of uh, the comics that they had in the cases that were worth upwards of like $20,000, and that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, that was great. <laughs> and like several of those comics I either had a chance to buy or... Really? Owned at some point or had a chance to buy at much cheaper. Rates. No, now way. not as high a grades. Yeah, they had the first Punisher. My God, I've been. I was looking at that book when I was in college. I was going to buy it for two hundred bucks. I didn't have two hundred bucks on me. Really? Yeah, I just. I mean, you don't have two hundred dollars when you're in you college to spend on a comic book. Crap. And now, you know, it's probably a five thousand dollar book, even in the grade that I was looking at. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. called Get a Job, Chris. Well, I, I had a job, Jerry. I was paying my living expenses. It's called Live Cheaper, Chris. Get a haircut w- and get a real job. Yeah, live within your means. I had two jobs. Three, actually, at that time. Three jobs. What, were you living in a Hilton and having to pay for a I worked for room service? I was on the radio, believe it or not. Really? I worked for the radio station. Can't tell. Close to- <laughs> <laughs> no, I was the guy that drove the van. To their remote locations and oh, set nice. up all the equipment and like got everything ready for the. Is that why you do so well setting up our equipment? For the talent to get there and then like ran, if they were running a contest, like I ran the contest, then I get back in the van. I kind of have you do up. that now. You set stuff up and wait for me to show up yeah. and then I but show up. There was one time where I got to be on air. No kidding. Yeah, because the talent didn't show up. Is that what they call it? Yeah, the talent. The talent. That's the like at the 4.30 in the morning at IHOP. That's where <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. I had some gigs that were steady, like every Saturday morning at 6 a.m. at Harley-Davidson in Urbana. And then I had some that were like Tuesday, be at 4.30 in the morning, set up at IHOP. They're broadcasting from the morning radio is broadcasting from there. They always went to the Harley-Davidson, though? Yep, every Saturday. That was one of my, that was one of my regulars. And also Furniture Row was one of my regular Okay. Um, why are, they, why are they doing that? Why are they going to Chief's those places? Chief's Bar. We did a lot there. What was the purpose of... of this is like the morning DJ. I know, but what was the purpose they of had always a contest. being at... Like they had a con- it was like for a period of time. Like for the next two months, we'll be at Harley-Davidson. Oh, I got gotcha. you. And they're running like a contest. Come okay. by, sign up, win a free Harley. You know, that kind of thing. Do you remember what kind of microphones and equipment you used? Not as good of ones as we use. I'll tell oh, you really? That. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. That's fun. Everything was wireless, first off. Everything was wireless back to like my equipment, and then that was wireless to the van. And then the van, I had a little microwave dish that I reeled up with a little mast. Oh, yeah. I like communicated with the station. Wow. And then the signal had, I mean, 
It was terrible. Yeah, the audio quality was horrendous. Terrible. It was always going out. It was terrible. And I remember uh, there was three stations that I worked for in the Illini radio group. Um, there was the Chief, which was like oldies. And then there was Mix, the Mix, which was like regular hits. Sure. And then there was a hard rock station, Extra 99.1. They were like the hard rock station. That was the funnest one to do. Of course. The funnest DJs. Uh, I remember once we had to go out to Danville, which was like 45 minutes, hour away. I yeah. Don't know. So I'm driving the van. The guys, the DJs, and a bunch of his friends show up to go to this remote uh, broadcast, and they had like recliners that they put in the back of the van. <laughs> they just all sat back there and smoked pot the entire way. Holy cow! And we got there, we got super hammered. Really? <laughs> um, drove back to the station. Were after you old th- enough? Oh yeah, yeah. I was, Are you better than? I was twenty two or twenty three. Um, drove back to the station, um, and then right after that, he was going on. He was an overnight DJ. On the station, and nobody's in the station at night. Oh my god! So he's like, "Come on in, we'll we'll be on." That's another time that I was on the radio because nobody's listening at night, and we proceeded to get ridiculously wasted, and we're on the radio screwing around all night long, live on the air. Are you joking? And he uh, is the first one that introduced me to um, the band. Saliva was no, it was Pantera and David Allen Coe. Pantera and David Allen Coe together? Yes, together. Like those two bands? Like those two people? Tege- David Allen Coe fronting Pan- uh, Pantera. No. Yes. That's a thing? Yes. I. Why have I never heard of this, Christopher? I like both of those people. Um, and they recorded everything like before he died. And uh, Rebel Meets Rebel is the name of the band. Rebel Meets Rebel. Or the album that they did. Oh. Rebel Meets Rebel. Wow, I need to. You've I need probably to heard to a couple of the I songs. Probably like have. Cowboys do more dope. There's a bunch of them. Anyway, um, I got to check that out because I. I <laughs> it's right up your alley. I love I love like metal and hard rock stuff, uh, and I like old country. Like I listen to a lot of old David Allen Coe songs that he wrote himself. You know, super racist. Really David good. Allen Coe. No, I don't listen to those songs. Like there's <laughs> other songs that are not that way. Yeah. There's like a one called long haired red. He's got a lot of good but songs. I like, but I remember that night, please we, come to Boston. I, we were on here till like two o'clock or whatever. And uh, I had to go home. I had to drive home here. Oh yeah. Uh, so I drove like home at two o'clock in the morning back to Mazan. <laughs> that's unbelievable i really do. i'll tell you what that drive was like after we're off the air okay um i really do want now that we've done this and and we've kind of created our own radio station here um i want to be associated with a radio show like i want it yeah you know, that's what i want to do i f- told amy i was gonna quit my job and just start in radio you know and i might start as an intern if i have to that's fine I don't know. Back when I was doing this, it was the uh, year of two thousand and six, probably two thousand five, and they were probably making one hundred and twenty grand. Making twelve bucks an hour, man. You that's a lot of money in two thousand five. Yeah, it was two thousand six for a part time job. Yeah, my full time job at the elevator paid me eleven. Yeah, and I was also um, doing uh, corn sampling across the Midwest for BASF at the same time, and I was doing I was working. Oh, you were doing it out of the trains and stuff. No, no, out of fields. Oh, out of fields. Oh, I was thinking BNSF. Yeah, no, <laughs> BASF. I had <laughs> because any- there's those like grain samplers or grain testers that do it like while you load 
grain cars yeah. and and containers and no, stuff. I was doing That's field sampling for Nutridense hybrids for Illinois, Indiana, Michigan. Gotcha. And um, then I was also working for uh, a steel mill company doing uh, all their website stuff. They made roll micrometers. Okay. So you weren't doing any actual labor for the steel company? Because if you went, no. came in here but and I said, But I did like, go to steel mills. I used to hammer steel with my hand. Nobody and I, does that. With a beard. No. Because I'm a real man. I would have been like, I respect you for that. I don't know. Well, anyway... That is what I was doing. I was working for a living. Yeah, but you still didn't have enough. All, all this comes back to you still didn't have enough money to buy a comic book that you should have. Correct. Because of your living accommodations were probably apparently so expensive that you couldn't do anything else. I, I guess. don't know. What were you doing with this money? Living. <laughs> Putting it up your nose. Eating. Going to the bar, mm-hmm. paying my rent. I don't know. This is where all I'm, of that uh, stuff seems ridiculous. Around <laughs> uh, that period of my life, when I was doing this, this Eating? Was after I graduated, um, I was still living down there. I'm like, I gotta get a real job, right? I just graduated college. Mm-hmm. I'm working these three jobs, making really pretty good money. Quite a bit of bacon. Um, so I'm like, okay, well, whatever. So I go. I had a degree in uh, advertising. Mm-hmm. Advertising marketing. So I tried to get a job for. Um, there's a big video game developer in Champaign Urbana, and I can't remember off. The, they made like Saints Row and a oh, bunch yeah, of I games that like game. that. So I go there. I'm like, hey, I got a degree in advertising marketing. I don't know what you need, but I'm gonna work for you. I'll be an intern. I'll be a f- unpaid in- intern. Sure. Whatever. They're just like, nah. I'm like, no, I'm unpaid. Right, like, like I'll I want to do this for free. This is what I want to do for now. Like, this is what I want to do. So yeah. I'll, I'll just, I'll work for you for two years unpaid. They're like, no, we don't really have anything. Like, we have nothing for you to do for <laughs> free? <laughs> I'm like, okay. Oh my gosh. So, I'd have you, like, vacuum or something. <laughs> so I go around the corner to uh, the News Gazette. It's the biggest uh, newspaper in central Illinois. And I'm like, hey, I got an advertising degree. Um, I want to apply for a job. They had a they had an advertising sales job. So I'm like, great. And you had to have a college degree, blah 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 blah. So I signed. I go in there. I interview. There was about five people that interviewed. Anyway, they call and offer me the job. Okay. And it was going to be managing this small newspaper inside the newspaper that like dealt with Illini sports, but I did like managed all the advertisements in there. Right. Um. Like selling them, getting them made, putting them in there, placing them. I'm like, great, that sounds good. But I was in uh, Effingham, Illinois, doing corn sampling at the time. And I'm like, you know, I get back from this in two days. I get back and we'll get everything finalized. It's all good. Sure. So this is back in the day when like, cell phones didn't work everywhere. Right. My phone did not work in Southern Illinois. Yeah, they barely worked at all. And it was like singular wireless, you know? Yes. Uh, so we go down there. And I get back two days later, and I call in, and they're like, oh, we've been trying to get a hold of you for the last two days. I'm like, oh, uh, I was at work. I was down in Southern Illinois. They're like, oh, well, we need to know like right now because like you, like we're giving you this massive opportunity, and then you just disappear for two days, and... Like, there's a bunch of people that want this job, and you're lucky that we would offer it to you. And, like, how dare you? 
like go down there without like you should have been running in here basically i'm giving right. you a gist right and i'm like uh, i mean i don't know what you want me to say like you called me and offered me a job i said i would take it i said i'm at work in southern illinois for two days and when i come back yeah like what else i'll do go you to your office the guy was just super douchey okay so I go in there, and I'm like, okay, well, I'm here now. And he's like, well, you know, it's too late now. And I'm like, really? I'm like, okay. I'm like, all right, see ya. And he goes, no, it's, it's not too late. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what games he, yeah, you're he trying to play here. We're going to like beg yeah. him for the job I'm like, or something? I'm like, all right, so what are we doing here? He's like, well, come, just come in tomorrow. We'll get things squared away. And I'm like, okay, I'll come in tomorrow. We'll get it squared away and go, by the way, I never asked, like, what's the pay? What's the benefits? Blah, blah, blah. He goes, he goes well, you know, it's sales, so it's commission-based. And like, yeah, I figured, you know, a certain amount would be commission-based. He goes, uh, the base salary is uh, $20,000 a year plus commission. And I go, I just, I'm just like, I'm like, well, I make more than that <laughs> now. Yeah. Making twelve dollars an hour. Why would he? Why would you want? He's to like, do that? well, the commissions. I'm like, well, what's like, what's the, the commission rate? The, it was like two percent, one percent, two percent. I'm like, and I just, I'm like, no. Who would want that? And, and so, who are they going to get to do that? I don't know, but I'm like, done. So that's when I moved home and started nitries. No kidding. Yeah. So it's a good thing that that failed. I guess. So I guess the writing was on the wall. You know. They made me wear like clothes like a tie wait what do you mean you guess you're like you just you're like yeah i guess it was all right that i started i trees no no i mean i don't know i didn't put that much thought into it i don't know really saying like any job i would have taken was just a temporary i wasn't gonna work for somebody else you were gonna get sucked into it that was what you were gonna do this place made me wear a tie they were going to make me wear a tie. <laughs> oh, my God. I had to wear a tie to an interview. Yes. No, that doesn't happen for me. No. Really? You don't wear ties? No, I, I wear ties to funerals. And weddings. Weddings. I've seen you wear them at weddings. I'll wear a tie when I want to wear a tie. But if you're requiring me to wear a tie, I don't need to be a part of it. <laughs> like, we don't need to... It, ties don't bother me at all. They don't, like bother, they don't bother me, but I don't. I, what bothers me? Apparently, they they very much is bother people you. telling you that you have to dress a certain way. That bothers me. Why? Don't you think it's ridiculous to have to go to a job where you can't wear jeans or you have to wear a suit? No, I don't think it's. Ridiculous. You don't think that's ridiculous? I don't. I think there's a certain what, level of. At what level in this world? So you tell like me nobody should care that much about people what people do. are wearing, but they shouldn't. Well, I'm I, that's fine, but people, people do. People do, and people no, no, people don't. It's like a whole thing, like the media with the coronavirus. No, I. It's do just think, a self-perpetuating thing. No, 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 no. If you have a guy that's trying to sell you a product that you want, and they're trying to promote it as the best product, you don't want them coming in with ripped jeans and a t-shirt. Listen, I didn't say ripped jeans and a t-shirt. You have to look presentable. Exactly. But I, I don't care if they're wearing a suit. I'm not more likely to buy something you from you wearing a suit I bet rather you than are. wearing a nice pair of jeans with a tucked in I bet button you down are. shirt. I guarantee I'm I not. bet you there are statistics. I'd be less that say likely that. to buy from somebody wearing I, a suit. I bet you the nicer people. If you come dress, in my face with a suit. Listen, there are probably statistics out there that you could look up right now that say 
people are more likely to buy from someone dressed nicely than someone dressed casually. I guarantee you it's a statistic that is out there and proven. So I want to see that statistic benefits within the last five years. I don't want data corrupting it from 20 years ago. Whatever. No, but that data is going to be corrupted from 20, 30 years ago. Why? Because that's an old school thought. I don't think I don't think it is. I'm just saying I think it's a proven thing. Millennials where, don't care. Where if you are dressed so nicer, you're, you're more likely to buy a sofa from a guy in a suit at a furniture store well, I, than a guy wearing a nice polo shirt and uh, jeans. I don't know got, if, who's put together. I don't know if I am. I'm just saying there is a statistic out there that says that. So that's probably why people dress that way but, and why companies tell you you're just making this up. You I'm don't know ma- if there's a statistic. Look it up. I'm gonna look it up. I, I guarantee you there is one because companies look at that kind of stuff to say, like, if you dress this way, we will sell better. No. Yeah. I'm looking it up. Start it's talking just, about uh, it's cultural zeitgeist is what it is. It's the lemmings off a cliff, Jerry. No. Yes. You ever played the video game lemmings? No. That's what it is. I never have. It's just um, a bunch of people that have all said one thing and then everybody started doing it and then just keep keep doing it and if anybody does anything different everybody automatically rejects that it's just not going to be a thing in 10 years how do i what do i search here how do i search that how do i phrase it i'm just going to search this why do companies require suits do you sell more dressed in a suit nicely no, it's not necessarily a suit. I'm not talking about a suit. I'm just saying like a nice shirt and tie or something, like something that makes you wear a tie. Uh, because uh, I, I guarantee you it's a thing. Anyway. Um, Give us your opinion on Where this, did anybody. business casual come from? In an effort to sell more clothing in the 60s, the Hawaiian fashion industry distributed shirts to the government in hopes that they'd wear them during summer months in support of local businesses. The concept became so popular that organizations lobbied for Aloha Fridays. Eventually, other states started picking up in the idea, turning Aloha Fridays into casual Fridays across the country. However, this tra- transition wasn't as seamless as you assumed it would be. Wait, this is about casual Yeah, Fridays. that's about casual Friday. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think it is. I don't know. I think you have like an old there has like been an over a, exaggeration of despite the shift in culture away from formal ties. business attire, companies today still choose to enforce their own rules around dressing for work. Um, main reasons are founders want clothing to reflect the founder's value. So companies are old are owned by old rich white men, right? The patriarchy. Yes. And they have a certain set of values, and they want people to dress like them. That's the main reason for dress codes. I'm just telling you. That's the main reason. Out of the gate. Now, there's other reasons, but that's probably the main one. Um, And I I agree with you that it is set up that way. Old people. It's old people are still in charge. That's the problem. But the way you the way you dress affects other people that you you're in front of. More so than youth are perceiving. I don't think so. Uh, another a reason for the yeah. suit, though, in particular, which I do kind of believe is um, they People put everybody s- on the same field, right? If everybody's wearing a suit, it's like a uniform, right? Kind of, but it's also like 
people are so quick to judge right off the bat on appearance, no matter what. So if you're coming in to sell something to somebody or you're coming in to pitch a thing or whatever, you immediately make a judgment on that person as soon as they come in. If they're just cat in casual clothing, you immediately think, well, they don't take this seriously. I don't. I mean, I don't. Think you that. don't, but the majority of people do. Like I don't believe the it. overall majority of people would think that way. Agree to disagree. What you, do you guys think? For listeners? some reason, you just don't like ties, and I don't know what it is. Have you been choked? I don't like anybody forcing anybody to wear anything. Now, what I would say is to wear a breakaway tie, because if you ever got in a fight or a little bit of a scuffle, you could be killed with your tie if it doesn't break away. That's true. All right, do we want to do uh, some what you're watching, or do we want to end this podcast and um, move on with our lives? I don't know. What do you think we should do? I think we should end it. Really? No. Let's do some what we're watching. Okay. What have you been watching, Jerry? I have watched one big movie uh, recently. Uh, we were supposed to go out on a big night out on the town, and all of a sudden, everyone's kids started puking, and my kids started puking. It so was ridiculous. We stayed in, and it everybody's was children puked, completely unrelated to each other. Yep, not even, um, not even, haven't even seen each other. Some of them were in the same daycare, but some of them weren't. Like dominoes just started yep. going on puking rallies. We were ready to go, dressed and ready to go. Babysitter was there, and. We already knew other children were throwing up that evening. Um, and then mine woke up from a nap and started puking out of nowhere. Yeah, and somebody's before that. And then while we were gone that night, ours started puking all over the house. Yeah. It was crazy. It was insane. Anyway, during that night, Amy and I stayed in, obviously got a pizza and watched uh, a little movie called Knives Out. Ooh, by uh, Mr. Last Jedi director Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson. It was his... Uh, not Raja. Nope, not Raj. Uh, it was Ryan Johnson's first movie after Last Jedi. And I tell you what, it's enjoyable. Heard it was great. I Heard a lot of good things. So it's like a whodunit, right? Yeah. It's a murder mystery. Like an Agatha Christie? Um, but uh, so how much do you... I'm not going to spoil anything. I don't know anything, and I don't want to know anything. Okay. All right. Then I won't even bring it up. Well, it, it's like a whodunit. You are trying to figure things out the whole time, and they it's set up differently than Clue or something like that. It's not. Don't take it as that. It In the beginning, you think it's going that way. You think it's going to be like, did Jeremy kill him in the library? Like Mr. With Green. Knife? Yeah, in the conservatory with the candlestick. Right. It's not like that. Uh, you think it's going to be? It's not. Um, there are so many other pieces to this puzzle than you believe. And in the middle, it gets a little drawn out. It could be a shorter movie. It could definitely be shortened up. There are some scenes that you do not need whatsoever. There is some like banter that you do not need whatsoever. Like There's some really long dialogue sometimes that got really boring. Um, but the basis of the story you're very much interested in, so it keeps you drawn in. Um, but overall, I would say everyone needs to watch this movie. I think it's really good. It's different than what you've seen. Um, it's not the same type of movie that has come out in the last 10 years. Um, it's just something of its own, and I really, really enjoyed it. Cool. Amy really enjoyed it as well. Uh, she's a, She's a hard... A hard one to please with most movies, especially if I'm picking it. It's more so like a sympathy watch 
on her end. Yeah. Uh, a lot of times she likes the movies. She loves all the Marvel movies and whatnot, but some of the other stuff I pick, she's just never a fan of. This one she enjoyed quite a bit. Nice. Yeah. Um, we'll probably talk about it more in depth when I see it. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, there's so much more I want to I'd talk to about with this thing. I'd love to do a spoiler-filled episode, spoiler yeah. episode with it. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah, that's exciting. Um, anything else? Um, I'll think of something. I know All right. I've, I know I've I got a couple things. One is going to be kind of long. We might not get into it. Okay. Um, the main one being uh, The Clone Wars is back on Disney+. Plus. It is. And I started watching it. Um, they're doing it week to week, which kind of surprised me. Um, so there's only one episode out as of this podcast. They're doing it week to week on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. Really? Just like they did in the Mandalorian. Yeah. Um, did you watch it? I, I, I didn't. Not yet. Um, I absolutely loved it. It felt like you're just right back in it. Um, that's pick, just like a series. Does it actually pick up after the last episode? Like, um, they're all kind of standalone episodes. Though, yeah, right? it's not like directly or anything. Okay, but if you remember, um, do they give you a time frame? Yeah, kind of. Okay. I mean, it's in that same time frame. It has to be. Yeah. Um, they kind of just kind of pick right back up. I think this maybe this season was already written like for back in the day. Yeah. And they just never got around to making it. Okay. Anyway, it just feels really fun to be back in that world. Um, I I wasn't aware how much nostalgia I felt for it until mm-hmm. I started watching the show. And actually I thought the show had a certain air of um a little more maturity to it. This new one? Yeah, the the new one. Okay. Um a little more intrigue. Um it was a fun though, but still back to like the fun Star Wars stuff. This is a really clone heavy episode, so it's mainly like uh, Cody and Rex and and back with that that crew. There's no no real Jedi to speak of in it, um, and it's it's really really a, a excellent episode, and I'm really excited for where they're going with it. And also on Disney Plus, they're running right now. I think it's called like the Thirty. Um, I can't remember how they put it. Like thirty essential Clone Wars episodes, so you can just watch those thirty episodes, yes. and they skip and they like pre-pick them to give you. I'm guessing in the continuing storyline, yeah, uh, that's going to be relevant to this series. There's a there's a because there's lots of standalone episodes that aren't continuing any larger narrative. Yeah, there's a thirty minute episode on YouTube that a guy uh, basically breaks down the whole first the con- six the seasons. narrative. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and so um, I would recommend watching that the not the YouTube video the thirty episodes or twenty five episodes, whatever Disney Plus has out there saying it's the essential Clone Wars. Watch, watch that. that. It'll be like episode uh, like three episodes from season one, five yep. from season two, yep, two from season three. Yeah, it jumps around a lot. It jumps around a lot, and I think it's going to give you. And they're like twenty minute episodes. First off, so you can literally yeah, watch sure. five of them in an hour. Two, four, no. six. You can watch three of them in an hour. Wow, Chris. You can watch five in a hundred minutes. Yeah. So you can watch three in an hour. So <laughs> you can watch in about 10 hours. You can watch 30. Yeah, you can watch six every two hours. Yeah. So, I mean, it's still a commitment, but it's not a commitment like six seasons or seven seasons right. or whatever it is of 20 episodes per season. Yeah. I mean, it's something that's just not realistic for most people at this point. Um. That is kind of a little more realistic. Yeah, in five days, you've got 30 episodes done if you watch six in a row. 
every night. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. It's two hours of TV. Two hours, yeah. It's worth it. I'll tell you that. It's worth it. And this new season, it's right back in it, and it feels great. Hmm. I'm definitely going to have to get into it. I wonder if Dude uh, started watching it. I'm sure he has. I don't know. He's in Texas. He is in Texas. He's gone. Uh, what I did start watching recently and just came out, there's only been two episodes, and they're only doing them on Sundays. I figured they'd do two days in a row. Uh, in the beginning is uh, American Idol. It has started ba-dum, 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 ba-dum. Why do I like this show so much? I don't Chris? know. I can't do it. I can't do it anymore. You loved it last year. I just can't do it anymore. I just It's too much. No way. It's not too much. I'll wait maybe until they get down to like uh, the it's, Hollywood week. It is such I great. I can't do the you know, auditions. I don't want to do the auditions. I agree I with you I don't like there. the auditions. I like them just because you can start to... You can, you know, guess basically on who's going to win and who and whatnot. Like you could see the better people from the others. Uh, that's fun. It's fun seeing all of them. Uh, I just, I really love it. I really do. I didn't think I'd like Katy Perry that much on a, as a judge. She's good. She's fine. She's funny. She's hot and cold. Um, yeah. Yes I, or no. <laughs> In and you're out. Oh, that was good. Up and you're that down. Was good. Wrong and you're right. Keep it going. Say the actual words now. No, you the, don't really want to know. I don't know the words, so. No, I really like it. I I don't know. I agree you don't necessarily have to watch the, uh, the auditions, but there's something about this mindless, like, no-thought TV that you could just watch people sing and be like, I think they're right. You know, I can't That's I love it. I love that type of show. That's why I like Survivor so much, because it's like mindless and you can watch people run around on an island. You know? And then think like, man, I'd like to be on an island. Yeah. That's it. That's what I want, and I get it from that. <laughs> and this year I have I can record it. So it's phenomenal because yeah. I, have, I have a device that records things. So that's fun. Welcome to the 19th century. Yeah, Amazon's 20th provided. century. 21st? 20th century because we've had that technology. Since the 20th century? Yes. Wow, that was a long time ago. It's like almost a whole century ago. <laughs> it's a joke. Continue. What have you watched? Um, I watched the movie Creed 2. Did we talk about this already? You know, we may have, but I've never seen it yet. Did you watch Creed 1? I know. I've never watched that either. Well, then there's no reason to talk about it. Really? I liked it. I liked it a lot. It's not as good as Creed 1, which is awesome. Uh, Creed 1 is super good. Creed 2 is also very good. So many people have told me that Creed is a phenomenal movie. Oh, it really is. Ivan Drago, son, fights Apollo Creed's son. I mean, come on. In Creed 2. In Creed 2. But it's clearly not as good as Creed One. Oh, really? Um, but yeah, I enjoyed it. It's all right. Like it? It's just see that that's not selling the me. Boxing on the boxing is insane. It's good, really good. Insane, Jerry. There were points of that movie where I had to cover my face and my head with my arms because I'm just like, oh my god! <laughs> really, dude? I I think they're really hitting each other. Well, I know he took. Uh, there was a lot of real. Michael B. Jordan took a lot of training and stuff to there do is that, some and he did beatings, son. Really, beatings, like capital B. 
bad, dude. There are points that it's hard to watch. I I highly doubt Michael B. Jordan was taking shots. It's hard to watch at times. But what's great, maybe. what is on fantastic is the boxing. Everything in, in between, meh. And this so the, one, still good, still good. If you like Rocky, which I love Rocky. Of course. Uh, then you'll like it if you like Are Creed. you really American if you don't like Rocky? Creed 1 is such an amazing movie, though. I mean, Better. I also like, really liked Rocky Balboa, the newest Rocky one. I liked it, too. Yeah. That came out in 2006, right? Yeah, something like that. Same year as uh, that Rambo movie. What Rambo movie? Uh, there was that Rambo movie that came out when I was deployed. So did the oh, Rocky. There's one. a new Rambo one that just came out, right? right. Last Blood? Yes, I haven't seen, I haven't that seen it yet. But First Blood's one of my favorite movies of all time. Pretty good. Like there's it, just a lot of walking. I love that movie. Down the street, it's there's, seriously one of the best movies. Stallone has like seven words he says in that it's movie. It's so good though. That's why it's good because he doesn't speak. It's so good. Um, so yeah, there was that, um, and there was one other thing I watched. I'll talk about. I watched this little documentary on Netflix called "Don't Fuck with Cats." Oh my gosh, I saw that too. Did you watch it? I have watched it. Yes, and I forgot about that. It was disturbing. To it me. is I don't even know how it's so mind fucking. I did not mind blowing. Enjoy it to be honest with you. Um, I didn't it's not like I enjoyed anything about it, but I couldn't not watch it. I like, know, I was the same way. It was way. enthralling, intriguing. Um, insanity. Yeah, I forgot. That was when you were in... So when you were in Florida, I watched that whole thing. Pure, pure, pure insanity. In fact, the first episode, after about the first episode, um, or f- about three quarters of the first episode, yeah, Marley's like, this is stupid, I'm going to bed. And it, it doesn't grab you right away. It's not till the end of the first episode when they start hooking you in. Y- yeah. And it- then it's you're so hooked in. and But it, it is horrendously disturbing that's that was my problem like it was uh, it was disturbing to me and i'm not i'm not one to usually be disturbed by most things but gosh i just felt like this dude this guy or the the main person they're talking about was just like so evil like evil is so like weird dude an understatement this guy was like a super like weird something buffalo bob serial killer type but and like it's just knowing that these the people vanity it was like that these people exist in our day-to-day lives, that they're around us, that people are walking well, around. Not, I mean, it's, it's super rare. I understand it's rare. I'm saying they are there, though. There are people out there. This was in Vegas. He was in Vegas. Like that. No, he was in Canada. But he came to Vegas. Yeah, they never really expanded on that. Like He came there and was walking around that casino. Yeah, I guess. But I wasn't clear on whether that was video footage that he made or it was like stock footage that he found. The way I took it is that, that way, he was that's the way around. you took it. Yeah. But I don't think that's the way it was because either way, she would have been a lot more freaked out. Well, you would think so. Like, yeah. Why would you stay in your home? Right. Like, but he did know where she worked. I don't know, man. The whole thing is super. It, it's it, a, it's a, it's a weird documentary about a serial killer. Well, and um, it all stems from him putting up a video of him murdering. Oh, man. Two cats, two kittens. That's really hard to watch. Which is ridiculous. Like, what? I didn't think they would show much of it. Well, they didn't really. No, they showed a lot. They showed a lot, though. But then, I I mean, listen, it's not about murdering cats. I'll tell you that. 
that's where it starts mm-hmm. and that's where the manhunt for him starts but it it delves into some freaky deaky shit after yes that, man. and it's this graduates to a full-blown serial killer yes he murders people carries a mountain bags on television or on youtube yeah it's fucked man it's it's just so disturbing. I did not really it's enjoy wild. it. To be no, with I, you. I didn't. I didn't. I, my sister was the one. She told me she's like, you have to see this. I texted her after I watched it. I'm like, I like don't am so angry with you for even like bringing this into my life. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So like, I don't want like my life would have been better if I hadn't seen this. Uh, yeah. Like I don't. I don't need there's that. nothing don't about that. this that I need in my life. So if you're listening right now, don't watch it. I, yeah, I wouldn't tell anybody to watch it, to be honest. Is it good? I mean, you can is make it intriguing? Own... Is it interesting? Absolutely. It's all those things. Is it in like infuriatingly? Obs- I don't know. I kind of think Netflix missed the mark with this here because it was not like making a murderer or anything like that that they've done before. Like when they did the, uh, um, oh, shoot, what the, what's that guy's name? The big serial killer that everybody... Ted Bundy. Yeah. Like looking into the Ted Bundy case and like the Ted Bundy tapes and uh, like the OJ series and things like that. People enjoy that. I get it. This was just a little too much, I think. For most people, oh, I would never suggest it to anybody. Uh, you can make your own decision on when you whether you want to watch it or not. But It's it just, really disturbing. Yeah, it's just too too real, too like in your face. And, and just uh, like fucked up and sad and... Yeah, Weird. it's gross. I don't know. Anyway. That's so, surprising. I didn't think you'd ever watch something like that, to be honest. I only watched it because and, it was so highly recommended to me. And and I saw it all over Facebook. People were watching it all over Facebook, and they're like, what did I just watch? So that intrigued me, but I didn't know anything about it to begin with, and I really didn't read a synopsis I mean, it's super it. weird that people like this guy exist. That's what I was saying. Is like those people are real. Like that's a, that was a real person that was alive and doing these things in our time. And those people in Vegas and whatever it, all over it. Those people are also the, super fucking weird. Yeah, that live in that chat room and decided to like the one. What was the guy, Mister Green or Mister? Yeah, I think that was guy him. was weird. Yeah, he was weird because he studied the video frame by frame to see where he was at. He looked at the wall outlets, the door handles, the type of bed, different things, and they like deduced where he lived from that one video. It's just, come on. Like These people did not have any other thing to do. Oh, no. And, and they say that right off the bat. The she lady, says it. She's like, I was embarrassed. I didn't want to go to my boss and tell him this is what I've been doing. She was crying. Yeah. She's like, I'm embarrassed about my life. Yes. But this is my life. But she said, I would go to work and I would come home and immediately get on the internet and and be this other person. Like yeah. they were, they're other people when they get on the internet. Which is, I understand. I mean, I, I've, know, I've known people that live online 100%. They don't live in the real world. You're kind of that way, aren't you? No, not at all. But oh, okay. I've known people that are, I mean, for real. Really? They live in like Warcraft. And, uh, I don't know them like they're not friends of mine, but I know people that I've known throughout my life that have gotten to that point where they're there. I mean, that's that's it. They're still that way. Oh, yeah. That's it, man. There Uh, is no that's life. This is something you do. That's life. Oh, my gosh. Is it? I mean, whatever. How is it any different? Really? It's fine. It's their thing. No, It's fine. It just 
I think you're missing out on a whole another aspect of life that you they just probably think never... you're missing out. No, I've played Warcraft. <laughs> I'm just saying that's where all their relationships are. Yeah. So that's they're not missing. That's what their relationships are. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. In, anyway, uh, my recommendation would be don't watch it because it, it has no. It is in no way going to improve your life. I completely agree. <laughs> It's just going to make everything worse. I 100% agree. Amy got intrigued by what I was watching and asked asked about it, and that's what I told her. I said, don't want, you don't want to watch this. You're not going to enjoy it. It's really strange, and I don't know why I keep watching the next episode. <laughs> so. so I think that maybe that we can wrap it up for this week because we'll do a little shorter one and then record yeah. another one. Yeah, I uh, completely agree. So, again, guys, we're, go- we're at C2E2 while you're listening to this. Uh, check out Eric Macias on Instagram at Iman Macias. Uh, and what else? We got Snarf, Snarf Madness. Madness. Make sure you get those brackets in like right away, guys. You've only got like two weeks to get them in, two, yep. three weeks. We got to like start that. grading them. We got to start scoring them. We got to start giving you our opinions. I mean, on we're, gonna, we're not going to start, start the madness until we have enough brackets in. Absolutely. But um, we would like to start the madness at the beginning of March. Now, I was looking back. I don't think we started it until April last year, but it was like the very tail end of March. Yeah. It'll be sometime in March. Midway, midway through probably we'll so start get those in though uh just do it right now now that you're thinking about it please so uh for snarf talk this week i've been chris i am jerry see you